Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. We have T.J. Miller in the studio here with us today. It is so exciting. so exciting. T.J., as you know, you were a fallout. You were a last-minute replacement. I fell out and then replaced myself. I was originally a replacement for someone, but then I was a fallout, and I replaced myself. And then you fell back in again. But we had Sean Connery, uh, who had agreed to come in. You did. And uh, yes, we had Sean Connery, and uh, unfortunately, he was downstairs. This is about half an hour ago, and the parking lot czar uh, towed his car. What? Yeah. The With him in lot, it? Dude, no. Jesus Actually, Christ. He wasn't in it at the time. I've always said that. Get out of your car if it's getting towed. He got very upset and uh, took a cab home, but before he left, <laughs> the, yeah, he allegedly got upset said, and then took a cab took home. A cab home. He what what it was is he came up to the studio and noticed his car was being towed. Went down, the car had been towed, and then he had words with the parking lot czar. And this is what he said: oh, no. Rule number one. How do I know you're a parking cop? <laughs> I can't believe he called him a parking cop because he's clearly a valet guy. You know, I mean, he's wearing exactly. the vest. Exactly. I know. Rule number one. Yeah. So, so what happens is when this Where, happens, wh- who do you think you are? <laughs> Rule number two. <laughs> How much is it gonna? Where are you telling you to? Is it right? Is it in Westwood? Which one is it? My favorite part of us calling this back all the time is we both do such horrific Sean Connery. Well, I'm not doing Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, you're not. I'm just doing me with marbles under my front upper lip. <laughs> oh, these marbles—they taste like fear. What? Excuse me? <laughs> Unbelievable. I bet that beard isn't even really black. You know what I like? You know what I like to do when you come into the studio? What do you love? I like to do the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question round. one. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Whoa. <laughs> Where'd that come from? So, what that's is that? Brand, that's brand new. That's all new. 
What, did, you, that? did you concoct that at your uh, at your hair studio? No, no. <laughs> I was in the, I've just been in the hair studio making hair beats. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> just getting laying down some hair tracks. You know what I mean? I tracks of hair to Dre, find out how I get beats? out of here. Are those Dre beats? It's all Dre beats. I like that. We're going to talk about that later. But first, we need the triple banger lightning round. I love it. That's Question. a great. I love that. Uh, do you think the the listeners, the viewers, and listeners? Because some people look at some the, people watch. They some watch people their look iPod. at the iTunes yeah. bar as it slowly progresses. Yeah. They're watching the time. Mm-hmm. They're watching the title of the show. Right. They're watching the name of the episode. They're watching the show. Now they watch it. Definitely. I wonder what your viewers will think. You know, they should tweet. Tweet us. You know what you think of that. Yeah. Let's and when you're watching hear it again, he, Matt, do you want yeah, to hear it again? Try it again. Triple banger lightning round. I'm always a big gong fan. I like the gong. Not like enough gong in music. At know? the end, that's true. And I, and I think that at the end, I like it. Feels like you've won a Dave and Buster's game where you only win <laughs> two to three tickets. Yeah. You know, but it's still a dollar. Play yeah. it again. Can you play yeah. it one more time? Just very triple banger lightning round. Just one ski ball. <laughs> it does feel like yeah. that. Well, I think you have one because I've got a great question here. Okay, you let's ready? Do it. Yeah, this is always the hardest. Okay. The phrase, crazy like a fox, Uh-oh. incredibly folksy or incredibly racist? Crazy. Is there a race of foxes? Got these right off the wire. <laughs> right off the wire? <laughs> Listen, buddy. Hot off the wire! <laughs> I don't, I don't like, make the news. I just report it. This came right off. Incredibly rude or incredibly racist? I think it's folksy. You think it's folksy? Yeah. What it is again? It's it's clever. incredibly folksy or incredibly racist. It's clever like a fox. Crazy like a fox. I don't know that I've heard crazy like a fox. Oh yeah, yeah. You, oh really? All the time. Matt in fact, there are yes. people that love that phrase so much they will jump in early. You haven't even finished saying the word crazy. You'll be like cray. They'll be like z like a fox. <laughs> really? They'll jump. People they'll that jump in. Those are the kind of people that say things like this country's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they like those two yeah. phrases generally. But it's it's a very useful phrase. But I think foxes, I mean, it's a little bit derogatory towards the fox. Towards the oh, you're saying it's racist against the animal. Oh yeah, it's speciesist. It's it's speciesist. No, speciesist is false. Speciesist. That's specious. That's specious. Specious. I believe that's a species. Spurious. You know, spurious. when I'm going to say specious, I always say spurious because mm-hmm. I'm not a speciesist. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, that would be. It can't possibly. <laughs> you know. It's this is why people listen to the show because sometimes it makes zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. But you know what? It'll make Our show is crazy. That's real it's, tra- it's crazy like a fox. Yeah. No, it's a compliment to the fox, right? It's it's a it's a way of saying you know, cra- foxes are supposed to be smart. So actually, I think it's it's crazy like a fox. You know, but like I you know I wonder what I wonder is if you're saying you know you just said you know because foxes are supposed to be smart. So if you're crazy like a fox. Then you're the the one thing that foxes are known for, which I thought that it was clever like a fox. That's what I thought it was. You know, now you've never heard that. You've never heard that. Matt never. hasn't either. Never. Clever like a it's fox. It's crazy like a fox. It's not clever like a fox. Foxes are clever though. They're not crazy. That's well, that's you know who's crazy. That's why. That's why it's a compliment to the fox. That's why I thought the whole thing would be funny to you know to it's, insinuate it's racist. You know what's crazy? What's that? Like a fox <laughs> is, th- you know, thinking about foxes is crazy when really we should be talking about badgers. Mm. Badgers are crazy, <laughs> crazy like a badger. <laughs> 
That's what I say. What if we change the expression to badger like a fox? <laughs> He's that, badgering me like a fox. Yeah. Like a fox would. How? Crazy. Let's have two animals in the same phrase. Crazy what? Crazy yeah. clever. He's badgering like a fox. He's a... No, just just badger like a fox. Badger like, like a fox. It. I, I like, like that. Okay. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two. 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 Dancing. Enough! That's it. Let me do it again. Dancing. Enough! Um, I mean... That, that, that one was for Sean Connery. Because that's, that's not really a question. That's more of a general, rule. Sorry, I just so started I a twist, fire. I was switching I just it out. a small brush fire switching. behind me. <laughs> there is some no rustling way. going on behind us. Well, that's and the it was fire that I started. I started a very small campfire uh, to, to abate the foxes <laughs> that are going to be crazy trying to get up in this fucking sleeping bag. You've seen them. They know how to unzip it because they're clever. Then they sneak in and they go crazy on that dick. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't a question, so I'm not going to let you answer that. Dancing one. enough? Enough. That's yeah. a question. Well, if you use it, but dancing just, enough. Now, I, this is more of an, uh, uh, a statement. And that's why it's I, more of a tiny opinion. I thought that if I gave that sort of non-question to Sean Connery, he might answer with a rule which answered the question. That was my idea. But so then you came in and it got all screwed up. Yeah. Because so you're no badger. Let me try that. And you're no fox. Do it again. Let me try it again. Okay. Dancing enough. Rule number one, no. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, rule, that is a rule. rule number one, no. <laughs> there, that's better. There it is. Do it again. Better. Whole thing. That's better. Dancing? Enough! Rule number one, no. <laughs> that's there good. it is. Okay, so we did okay. it. Triple, Triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question three. 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 What items do you own that could end up in the antique road show? Hmm. And I don't have any options. You're not going to give me any. Not on this one. Okay. Like to switch it up. Like to switch it up. What items do I own? I own a large Ronald McDonald head that was given to me by a comedian, Jeff Klinger, who's very funny Mm -hmm. and uh, enjoys drinking and talking about women in a sensitive way. It's true. (laughs) I find that last part hard to believe. Well, you're going to find the first part hard to believe because he has no mouth. (laughs) Now, this is, it's you know, he brought it in. It's a great, when you give a gift, and you're giving a gift, you don't know what to get somebody, it's always good for it to be sort of cumbersome to hold. Mm -hmm. I think you're never going to give a bad gift. If a gift is difficult to hold in your arms. And that person will always remember that gift. Of course. Because you want to enter with a cumbersomely large gift. I like a gift that comes uh, on a crane. I like it to be cucumbersome. You know, I like a man holding a cucumber so big he he doesn't know where to, how do I, where should my hands be? This cucumber is almost too big. So this is this cucumber is almost a two man operation. <laughs> so he came in with this giant Ronald McDonald head, and he yeah. said, "Hey, you know, this is your birthday present." I said, "Where did you mm-hmm. get that?" And he said, "I don't want to talk about it," which I thought was a great answer. <laughs> and now it's in my. But I think that would probably fetch a pretty high because it's a, it's an old timey one. I mean, it looks like it's circa nineteen fifties to nineteen sixties. Does he re, does does it did it remind him of you for some reason? This uh, it did. You know, I think he thought that I, I could did, wear it. Late to your, your gift giving, and he was like, "I got to get something quick." And he was at the drive-through window, and he actually pulled a Ronald McDonald head. He just grabbed off it off the wall. At it, the it doesn't look like it's from a current. You know, I mean, it looks like he went to an antique place and bought it. Yeah, because sometimes it's obvious someone has not gone 
out of their way to get your gift. I mean, what kind of gifts would, like, would that well, be? Well, like if they have, say, a uh, fast food bag, mm-hmm. you know, as they show up, and then they give you... They're like, a, I got you three jack-in-the-box mega munchers. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and that's your gift. It's kind of obvious. Or sometimes somebody will give me something from their house. You know, you can clearly tell it's from their house. It's a monogram towel with their name on it. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's a picture of them and their wife and their stepchildren. <laughs> that's, you know, I, I can feel you didn't really take a lot of time to get the gift. Yeah. But this Ronald McDonald head, I think he thought that it would fit over it's my a, head. I like it when I get a gift. It's obviously a gift, like a shirt giveaway mm-hmm. that they must have got that was, you know, launched through a shirt cannon. Yeah, it says, like, Bill's Bachelor Party 2006. Exactly. And it yeah. has pictures of that friend and on the, it. And, and Bill is crossed out, and also Bachelor Party, and it says TJ's birthday And they give it to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's clearly been given to me. I erased it, and then I gave it back to them, and then they gave it to you. Rule number one, is regifting okay? Regifting's fine if someone gets married a few times. Like, I have a friend that got married three times, and the third time, I just said, you know, that toaster I gave you the first wedding, just keep using it. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, be real here. Yeah. let's be real here. Yeah. I'm not going to keep giving you gifts. I think on a fourth on a fourth marriage, you should receive a gift for coming You should to the get wedding. a gift yes, for coming. I, I agree. really do agree. I agree. I think he gave me a giant Ronald McDonald head so that he thought I could fit it, but I have a very large head. I don't know if you know this about me. It's a larger... The circumference. I'm well, it makes your ears seem small, which they're not. Don't be insecure about that. <sighs> you know, I wish that I. I know you. I, I knew. What, it seems ears. like you were saying something negative just then, but I can't hear you because my ears are so small. You have tiny, tiny, misshapen, deformed ears. Can't hear. People I can't hear. I can't them. hear a goddamn people word. Can't you're see saying. them because your head I, is so I am abnormally large. Three feet away from you, and I can't hear a thing. But I do have a ten-gallon cowboy hat on. <laughs> I saw it. When I looked out the window, I saw it. You were over at the uh, hair studio, and I saw your hat first. Jeff Klinger, I think... Chips and dip people were eating off the top of it. <laughs> it's like a sombrero. It was a Tostito hat. <laughs> it came with the cheese dip in the hat band. We already did that joke like five episodes ago, but we're just going to start repeating episodes. Yeah, or, we can't yeah, but imagine I think it's listening funny. to all of it. I think it's funny. I think he wanted me to put it over my head... As a mask to terrify children, because that would be terrifying. Yeah, that would. To it see would. not only Ronald McDonald's head on a human man, but also a, a 1950s Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. Just seems. So I think on the Antique Roadshow, I, I feel like I would fetch a pretty hefty $45 okay. price tag. You know what, buddy? I'm going to do an auxiliary round here because I just enjoy this so much. This is the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger auxiliary round. Wow, I didn't, know, didn't even know we had one of those. I mean, I had no idea. And at the very end, you won uh, Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> Oh, that was really exciting. Yeah, I didn't know we had that. Auxiliary round. Better place to rob, Jamba Juice or Yogurt Land? I think I mean, this is pretty clear cut. Oh, by the way, my it? antique roadshow thing would be a... Uh, a whole uh, shirt? All my shirts. They're all I mean, antiques. You're wearing a shirt now that I can see some They're holes all forming. <laughs> They're all antiques. You, know, you have one right above the pocket, yeah, and it's, yeah. just, it's on its way. It's starting. Yeah. yeah, no, I think a shirt should just fall off your body. That's how it ends. Yogurt land. Yeah, yogurt land, or, yeah, you got to do, because that gives you street credibility. I mean, yeah. you, you robbed a whole land? Yeah. I mean, it's, if I own take, yogurt land. Yeah. 
And then you know what I do is what I'll do is because at a Jamba Juice, it's like you know you never know. Who's well, it doesn't in there. take that much courage, Jamba Juice, because they've got those immunity boosts. So if you drink a lot of those, you have total immunity. Drink one of those, the cops will fire on you. You won't feel a goddamn thing. <laughs> That's right. You get it. Sometimes I'll just go into Jamba Juice and just be like, "Here's a canister. Fill it up with immunity. I'm about to go off to the four floors of horrors, and it's all you can poke." And it's just yeah, I like I like a, a smoothie that's mostly an immunity boost. I'll have immunity boost with just. A, uh, you know, can I just have an immunity boost shake with a uh, peach boost? Just put one single peach in it, and I'll try and drink that powder. How can they claim they're selling immunity? Don't you think it's a little? I tried to false advertising. They are saying boost. They're just saying it will boost. It's just going to immune you. It's going to a little bit. It's free. You basically are immune. They're selling superpowers over there. I think yeah, it's more sort of an antibacterial and viral thing. Trying to strengthen your immunity. Of course, Yogurt Land is saying we're an entire country of yogurt. Well, I did. I robbed land. a Yogurt Land when I was did 16. You? Yeah, I was much younger. Just the toppings or, or the whole thing? Yeah, I was younger, so I just went for the toppings. But I came in and I had a I had a sawed off shotgun and I said, Give me every fucking sprinkle in this place. Don't hold out on me. And the guy just looked at me and he said, You can take our Yogurt Land. But you can never take our yogurt freedom. And I said, what is that? And he said, it's the freedom to choose what yogurt you eat. And what toppings. And I said, yeah, no, of course no one can take that from you. No one can take it from me either. And he goes, but you can take our yogurt land. <laughs> uh, did you go to Jamba Juice first? So you had some immunity before you went to yogurt land? You know, That's I one went way to, to Jamba Juice first, but instead of getting the immunity boost, I got a protein boost. So I was shot six times in the chest, and I fell over. But I also I felt like I had energy that really lasted. You know, I didn't have that carb crash. Sometimes I feel like your stories are spurious or specious. I think you're being specious. <laughs> Guys, I tried to rob a Jamba Juice once, but the uh, those blenders were so loud they couldn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> just <laughs> out. So you just like three point line. You just like shamefacedly last year. Like, oh, sure. yeah. they didn't hear me. All right, uh, give me all your. Give me all. Your- Hey, what are you doing? Anybody? Is that a large? Yeah, is that a large? Wait, listen to me. Ooh. Happy Jamba. Happy Jamba. Do they yell happy Jamba? Do they, they say happy Jamba? They say something like happy Jamba. They yell something like that. I am almost positive they've never said happy Seriously, Jamba. Seriously, they yell something when they give you your juice. This is Because I went there heart. yesterday. This is where I came up with this brilliant idea this for the is, triple banger auxiliary round. What, for the crazy like fox? No, that because was... Because this that was, is that was, as spurious as the crazy like fox. Now, I can't trust that that is a real this thing. Whole, this whole story is badgering like a fox. No one, no, no one says, happy Jamba. <laughs> they do. They haven't. They say Jamba Joy or happy Jamba. They one, do. One time a guy they said, do. one time a guy was like, hey, I'm kind of sad. Happy sa- Jamba. I'm kind of sad. Can I have my Jamba? And the guy, the, other, the guy, the employee said, happy Jamba. And they fired him. <laughs> because he, they were like, don't ever say that. Oh, you get fired for that now. I mean, I don't know. You get fired for not doing the limbo itself. The West. <laughs> yeah, I'm immune from these statements because <laughs> I had a whole just vat of it. I just said, fill it up. I think yogurt land. I have an IV unit with Jamba immunity in it. Yeah, yeah. you're saying it's Jamba now, in India. Ja- Happy Jamba. They do say that seriously. Look, Deshay Shay. When I when That's I think the new Shay, go Happy Jamba. Deshay Shay. Deshay Shay. <laughs> and then if you order like a multiple, like a, a really big one, they go. 
That's the most excited about that. Yeah, it's so really weird how you're so much genre. better than that. I can't. I've practiced my whole life. You're you're sort of. I'm new to it. You're questionable. You're new to it. I'm new to you the do, You say it's so awkward, it's kind of touching. It makes me feel like sad for you, cause, but also kind of optimistic because you have so much to live for when, like you get little, a, when you really perfect it. It's like a little autistic kid. You yeah, know, at just his learning first his first words. Yeah. Speaking of uh, first, his first words. words at his first dance. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Brando blubber face. <laughs> Hey, buddy, we're running out of time here. I'm having so much fun with you, but uh, I know you got to go. Um, we're going to move it along to uh, our final segment. Sorry we had to skip a few, but we're going to move it along to the, our, uh, the maskers uh, segment. Uh, and, uh, you know... Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Yeah, I am sorry. What the... What?! What the fuck? I, I, I'm sorry. I know this is your show, but that, no, no, no. That cannot be the theme song, and I, I hope that the listeners and viewers will support us. But that, no. What, what is he referring to? Superheroes. What is he talking about? I, I, you know, I wasn't responsible completely for the music, but I, I mean, I love his music, but, you know, we just kind of gave him some leeway to do what he wanted. I mean, is he saying that 85% of superheroes are masters of the questions that are being asked? Because if that's the case, then okay. A-okay. It should still be clear. I think you have a good point, buddy. And I appreciate you defending the honor of this segment when you come in. Sometimes I feel like you... Well, people... I want to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me. It's a friend mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. There's a friend of mine, and he was walking in the botanical gardens on an August afternoon. And as he was walking and smelling the pollen and seeing butterflies land gently on top of bees that were gently landing on top of dandelions. Oh, yeah. It was teamwork that afternoon (laughs) in the insect world. As he was walking and enjoying his August afternoon, a little girl walked up to him and said, Hi. I like your hot pod. Cashing in with T.J. Miller. And this friend of mine, friend, said, Why, thank you very much, little girl. What's your favorite section? And she said, I like the maskers. Because it's all about masks. And that's when he detached a giant wasp hive. And he hit the little girl repeatedly over the head, over and over again, until she was stung beyond recognition. Her face was so bloated and stung, she looked like a little Nancy Grace. (laughs) And this friend of mine sure felt bad about it. But not as bad as that little girl felt for saying that BS about the maskers section. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for that story. If, if you're watching the podcast, you're watching uh, you it really right now. enjoy that part. If you just tuned in. If you just yeah, the visual on that was great. Just the green line that that was beautiful. And that's because I can't get the uh, conch. But uh, you know we're we are going to start it off with uh, one of my favorite parts: the triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. I mean, I question one. I already said that. Yeah. Triple banger lightning round. <laughs> uh, not sitting through the entire credits at a movie. Incredibly rude or crazy like a fox? <laughs> I think they should be. They, sometimes these triple banger lighting rounds, I, I wish that they rhymed in the moment. You know? Not staying through the credits of a major motion picture. Incredibly rude or saving time, dude. <laughs> okay, we'll do some rhyming uh, bangers. Some rhyming runs. Yeah. You know, I've been on a few rhyming runs. Seriously. Where you run 5K, well, you just have and to that's all you do time. that day. Yeah, you just have to rhyme the whole time. Hey. You rhyme the whole time. That you rhymes. rhyme the whole time. That does rhyme. 
You old goose. What do you think, buddy? Because I think, you know, the, the... I like the look the, of that caboose. The, the credits are a little bit... The credits are a little bit ridiculous. So they, they make them smaller and smaller, it and it goes faster on, and faster. On the movie. And you're a guy that actually stands and claps the entire yeah, credit. It depends. Right? Well, I stand. What I'll do is when the, the credits come up in a movie, I'll stand up and I'll... You know, a lot of people do that slow clap. I'll start with a fast clap. The Brubaker clap. And then yeah. slowly make it a slow clap. So I'll start fast. I'll kind of get up and go... That was a great piece of filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. Big tits, no hips. Big tits, no hips. Big tits, no hips. And when I'm yelling that, in my mind, I'm imagining a woman with no hips at all. Just the top of her thighs connect directly yeah. to her abdomen, and she has tits so big you can't believe she doesn't fall over. She already has trouble walking. Well, or a sleeping pelvis. Sleep. I picture a sleeping yeah, pelvis. Yeah, for pelvis to sleep, it's the same thing. No yeah. hips. Yeah. You can't even feel them. They're That's asleep. Right. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two, two, two. No sea monkeys at SeaWorld. Careless oversight, or the relentless persecution of a defenseless animal species, which never gets its due, even though none of us would be alive if these majestic creatures didn't exist. That ain't right. <laughs> Try to make it rhyme there at the end. <laughs> Um, you know, I think whatever it was that you said... It said it right in the brochure, uh, the Save the Sea Monkeys brochure. Uh, I'll say it again. Go ahead. Careless oversight, or the relentless persecution of a defenseless animal species would never get its due, even though none of us would be alive if these majestic creatures didn't exist. Is that true, though, that if those majestic creatures didn't exist, we wouldn't be alive? There are those that believe... That feels that like a spacious claim. Spacious you know? or spurious? No, spacious. There are Just those... a really wide-open claim. <laughs> you know? A claim you can really you know, get into. You've got plenty of room. Yeah. Stretch a, out. A claim, claim that could exist at Yogurt Land and stretch out. It's a spacious claim. I don't think the sea monkeys get their due. But they're not responsible for human life. Well, there are those that believe... That they are. And who are those people? You. The person sitting in this chair. The chair that you're in? Yes. Are you sitting on another man? I am. And I if am. so, does he have a PhD? Because <laughs> I will trust whatever man is sitting on that chair. How can you not you? have sea monkeys at SeaWorld? Well, because you can't see them. What are you talking about? You can't see sea monkeys. They're not invisible. But they're not... When you walk into a room, they're not the first thing you notice. Well, yeah. It's, they're very understated. They're dignified. They're the Jeffrey Tambor of the ocean. <laughs> sea monkeys. The Jeffrey Tambor of the ocean. That's the Jason, the Jason should, Bateman of the sea. That, they, should, they should have that on their business cards. They're, the, but, sea monkey, the sea monkey of show business. But here's my point. They couldn't even hold a business card. They're too small. They're smaller than a business card. They are small. Uh, but I don't think we should judge them, uh, you know, in that way. I just think they're very awesome creatures. I mean, the closest I ever came to giving life was a sea monkey. I mean, you just add water. What about the botfly? You just forgot about him? No, I, I, I You're I just going to look back at your botfly son and say, oh, I whoops, I forgot I gave birth to no, you. No, I know all about a botfly. In fact, I got a couple, uh, some people sent me some botfly poems, even. Uh, Did they really? Yeah, yeah. I got some botfly poems. Uh, you know, the botfly to um, me, and while you look for those, the botfly to me has always represented uh, an insect that's part of the team of insects. You know, the bees, the butterflies landing on the bees. You know, the dragonflies. 
Dragonflies. Dragonflies. The only flies that you that, that lead you to believe they spit fire. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah. Just like sea monkeys lead you. Do you to think there are any castles monkeys? that were defended by the dragonflies? Because they couldn't afford the they full were dragon. Small castles. You know, tiny they castles. Just the teeny, tiny we have a tiny, castles. teeny, tiny castle. So we've got some uh, dragons to defend it. Dragonflies. Yeah. 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 Uh, we also have some flying monkeys. Flying. Sea monkeys. I mean, that would be at the Emerald Shitty <laughs> from the Wizard of Gary Wheeler writes, uh, and he's at Fezic sixty nine. <laughs> oh, botfly! How you squirm and wiggle when it happens! It makes me giggle. That's his botfly poem. Yep, I like that. And that's hashtag custom fit botfly larva. You guys, we love when you do that. Love it. What a love nice the thing poems. for a viewer to do. Yeah, for, for you, so nice of you to write us a poem. Any others? I'd like to respond to him. What's his name? Um, I just threw it. Uh, that's out. Gary Gary Wheeler. Gary Wheeler. So I'd like to do a, a poem specifically for Mr. Gary Wheeler. Okay. Gary Wheeler. Okay. About botflies. Oh, botflies, you insexual scene stealers. You layers of deceit in the world, peelers. You praying devout insects. The floor, your kneelers. The king of all botflies is your master, Gary Wheeler. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That's great. You know, I really lost it on the kneeler part. It's okay. I, feel I, like, I yeah. felt like it Didn't was there. Where you go from it there. is, but you know, I thought you were going Harrison Keeler. I thought you were going to do something there. You know. Uh, who also has a tasty, hot, spicy you know, pod. Or, you know, uh, of the insects that are blue, you're a little more, you're a bit more tealer. <laughs> more teal color. Could have gone Anthony Peeler. Oh, I already used Peeler. Oh, I used Peeler. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't have worked. Let's move on. A triple Probably banger. Probably said feeler. Put some feelers out there. Feeler? Yeah, feelers. That might have you changed know, it. So you can do that if you're on a date. It's hard to do palms on a fly like this. We really put you on the spot. Palms on a bot fly. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I I do this sometimes if I'm in a, a movie theater alone and there are two women next to me. I'll kind of put my hands on their legs and their breasts and their abdomen. And then when they say, you know, what the, what the fuck are you doing? I just say, I'm putting some feelers out there. Nice. Yeah. It usually works. Yeah. No. You got You've got a going to jail. Just the feelers out. Rate of four out of five. Putting the feelers out. Do you? You know. Maybe. I think that's a good defense too. You know. People say, "Were you groping her?" No. Just putting the feelers out. Just putting some feelers out. Yeah. Triple banger lightning round. Question question three. Three. I love question three. numero tres. Better time to barf. During the proposal or the vows? <laughs> I think you go with, you know, proposal, because then that's yeah. later a great story. At least but if you're doing the vows, you got a whole wedding full of people that are going to tell us, and they'll go, oh yeah, my God, exactly. and then TJ threw up. Unless you propose on the big screen, like at a sporting event, then you don't want the hurl. I mean, I like you know, using the word barf. I wish you know more barf. people would say barf. I wrote down vomit at first, and then I just changed it to barf. Barfing is better than puking. Yeah, it's a better. There's not a lot. There's no good word for throw up, is there? Somebody, Brent That's Weinbach, bad. a very funny comedian. Yeah, he had Brent Weinbach. He says uh, Ralph. You know, he has a joke yeah. about using the word Ralph. Right. And I just don't think that that's that's from his album. Actually, yeah, right? that's not a good. That's, Almost live. Yeah. 
I, I like barf. Barf yeah, is good. Barf. So you think it's at the uh, proposal? I think we should call it belching and barfing, okay. not burping and puking. And that's the platform Pemberton Buttlesticks is running on. I'm actually going to reveal something. It's barching and belfing. <laughs> Sorry. Barfing and belching, not burping and whatever the other one was. The other one was. Yeah. It was Jeffrey Tambor, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I actually, this is this is a secret. I've never revealed this before, and since I, I don't know if any of my family's listening, I guess I can reveal this. Well, if you I, are, just turn, turn it off for a moment. I did a, uh, at my wedding, I had two shots of alcohol, which rubbed me the wrong way. And I did a spin uh, on the floor, a turtle sort of, what is that thing where you go around in circles over and over? Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, well, you're on your side. I stood up running. and I realized that, uh, and hopefully her family's never going to hear this, I realized that in, within 10 seconds I was going to hurl. I knew I had about 10 seconds. It was T minus barf it was time. T minus barf time. You know? Ralph was coming over for dinner. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. But he wasn't bringing dinner. He's taking it with him. That's right. That's right. He's got takeout, and he takes it back. <laughs> Take back the knife. <laughs> so I realized I had about 10 seconds. Look, there was an outdoor area. So I ran outside like as fast as I could because I knew like, this is going to be the worst thing in the universe to throw up at your own wedding. Like This is just the most awful thing in the history. of. I, I just did not want that to happen. But I really did not want that. Well, was the I wasn't even, running in a circle even, on the floor. I wasn't even that wasted. I just. But that becomes the story. If you curl at your own wedding, that becomes the story. That's that's all anyone says when they go home. Yeah, the groom he uh, he puked all over the. That's, all over but the that's, DJ. that's when and this this is a good technique in general. They were watching. playing celebration, but somebody wasn't celebrating. No, certainly not. <laughs> so what happened was I ran outside. It was so great. I, I just told my friend, saying, "Put the lime in the coconut." <laughs> my friend, uh, uh, Billy D. Washington. When, in fact, I saw him uh, last night. He's he a great town. guy. Obviously. He's a great guy. He's a great comedian. Uh, he was at the wedding, and I said, "Billy, I, I go guard the forest." You know, I go, "I'm going to hurl." I'm like, "Don't let anyone out here." I love that you said guard the forest. Well, there was a forest right outside the the little place where we were doing our, we- our our reception, and so he was, and he was like, D- "No one will ever know." And he just like stood guard with one of my other friends, and I just went out in the forest, and I was back literally, you know, three or four hours later. I don't think anyone noticed my absence. Well, th- if you do barf, yes, during your boda, which yes. is uh, it's that Spanish for wedding. Uh, you know, if you do barf, you've got to do something. I and mean, this might be a practical living in the modern age, but yeah. you know, it you have to then do something bigger because you don't want that to be the story. You don't want it to no. be. So you want to do something bigger. So yeah, you're going to come back if you if you barf during the vows, then during your toast, you should do something that I I do, and I don't know if other people are able to do it, but I will excrete every fluid from my body all at once. So I will shit. <laughs> piss my nose will start running my eyes I'll, I'll tear up and blood will come out of my ears and i will foam at my mouth and as i do that i go by the power of bells above himself it's time to rock <laughs> and uh and then you and then you right then you have uh the 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 wedding band start playing hell's bells by acdc listen buddy i think this is when you not if but when you win your first of many Academy Awards. I'm no Bill Pullman. That's, I know. I, I, that's when you should use that. 
That's when you should do that. That's memorable. I think I do all those all at once. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't do that. What is it called? The entire? What's it called? Yeah, it's called. Uh, it's called uh, the full body release. <laughs> <laughs> it's called full body release. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's called barf puke cry sweating. At the same time, barf, how do you barf, even control the sweating? How do you control your sweating to make you sure you just sweat from every pore in your body? You just you're just you're getting rid of all the liquids. Okay, so you're barfing, is. you're sweating, you're urinating, you're urinating, you're shitting, you're crapping, you're defecating, right? Defecating. Is there anything else? You, oh, could you control things coming I mean, out listen, of your ears? No, no, so no not, my nose is running. Your nose. You blow your my nose. nose is running. I'm drooling. I'm foaming at my mouth. Yeah, and I'm crying. And I'm crying. Crying from both sides of my eyes. On both eyes. That's four yeah. tear ducts. Yeah, I only cry. Full time. Left eye, but which is weird. But do you? And, and then, then blood, what do you say? And I try and make a little blood come out of my ears. Yeah, just a blood. little. Blood. Okay, and then what do you? And what do you yell? By the power of Beelzebub, it's time to rock. <laughs> you know, and it's sort of because then it sort of explains to people like you know they're terrified. Obviously, right. this is the most terrifying thing they've ever seen a human being do. And I'm sort of saying to them like both. The reason for this is magical. It's sort of a spiritual demonic situation. Mm-hmm. It's got some satanic overtones, yeah. not undertones. Yeah, overtones. Yeah, absolutely. Rick overtone. Yeah, Rick overtone. And you know, and, th- and then I. Top. But then by He's saying got some copper top overtones, it's time to rock. Yeah, that's sort of me saying this is okay. It's going to be okay. We should all party now. This is the beginning of the party, not the end of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd That's like to see that. I wish you had been there. Full body release. I wish you had been there as a, you know, as a distraction. <laughs> I love full body release. The full body okay. release. Thank you for naming. That's what that. it's called. It's called the full body release. You're the only one that that knows that move. I, mean, yeah, I think it needs a name like Ralph, like a person's name. Person. And I nominate Nancy. Ugh, God. The Nancy. The Nancy Grace in it. <laughs> I'm Nancy gracing you with my presence. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're puking and you're foaming and drooling from the mouth. Uh, Much like Nancy looks when she opens up a can of beans. That's when she eats just free fried beans. She's going, yeah, slowly opening her daily can of refried beans. Uh, that pugnacious troll. <laughs> Let's move it along to where were you, buddy? She looks like a prepubescent ogre. <laughs> she looks like an ogre who's still afraid to get naked in the locker room with his other adolescent ogre friends. Because <laughs> her fucking weird troll dick doesn't have any dark forest hair around uh, it. Sometimes I feel bad like for the for the stuff we talk about Nancy Grace and then I remember and I look into her terrible well, face. Then I actually turn turn on the TV for literally 2 minutes. It's all it takes. And I feel not only justified but vindicated. <laughs> and then I do a full body release in front of the television set. <laughs> do a full body release and then a dismount. And then your wife is like, "Why were you on a hobby horse, an Olympic style horse?" Watching television in full I do I do my full body release on a hobby horse and I dismount while watching Nancy Grace. Do you, I mean, do, do you mean a pummel horse? What's that? I'll uh, pummel you if you call a hobby horse a fucking pummel horse again, you piece of shit. <laughs> Nancy Yeah, yeah. It's a full body. Uh I think it should be called uh uh uh, uh bean. When you're Timabine. It's a combination of the the names Timothy and uh Abine. 
I still want to stick with it's a full body release. I think we're going to need to get okay. serious. We got to get full serious. Full body release. Now let's let's move along. Where were you? I'm I'm letting this I was show in Las spiral Vegas. out of control. I was in Las Remember Vegas. when the show like I had total control over you know, I if, came in here in a full body cast. If I was the host, you're still in it. Yeah. If 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 I was the host, you know, I think things would have gone a little bit. It'd be a little more free I have to control this a little bit. Okay, That's yeah, no, it. it is your show. It's madness. You're back. You're back. It's madness. You're back. Okay, so you were in Las Vegas. So okay, so I want to tell you about Yosemite. I love Yosemite. It's the most beautiful place in the world. I think. I mean, it is one of those places where you go and you see Yosemite uh, Valley. And you drive in. That's the one moment, even if you don't really believe for sure that there's any kind of uh, spiritual, maybe a God or whatever, that's the one time where you could be like, hmm, I don't know, maybe there is. I'll tell you, it, it's, it's so beautiful, right? So I go there with my wife, and we decide we need to go to a hot tub and find a hot tub somewhere, uh, you know, because it, it got a little cold at night. We find this little retreat area. Uh, it's like a little resort. Uh, near Yosemite. We drive up there and we're kind of sneaking into the hot tub. Turns out there was a wedding. uh, right In the hot tub. Not in the hot tub, right next to it. (laughs) It turned out. So the hot tub was closed. Wet as well as wedding. (laughs) And this is a beautiful outdoor sort of resort. And, uh, you know, there's probably, I don't know how many cabins there are, but it's very picturesque. And the guy at the bar says, we feel so bad about this, you know, because I said, well, we were we were just wanted to enjoy the hot tub. And he was like, oh, you're not a part of the wedding. You must be the only uh, people here that aren't with the wedding. You must be in cabin 14. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, what a beautiful view you've got. I'm like, yeah, we're really enjoying it. And he's like, well, why don't we just... Uh, why don't we just give you a beer? We feel so bad about this. So we have a beer, and then we have another. Turns out he owns the place with his brother. And we leave. And as we're leaving, April and I, I just was, we're in the car, and I was like, you know, I just feel horrible about this. He's going to find out that we weren't staying at the hotel, you know, because he owns the place. And he's going to know that nobody's rented out uh, uh, cabin 14. And it's just going to be like, we didn't come here to steal, you know. Right. I'm going to go back and confess and pay this guy. So I went back. And uh, he's a super nice guy. He's from Chicago. Told him, uh, you know, what had happened. I'm like, look, things got out of hand. We were just kind of here to use a hot tub, and I feel really bad. Let me pay for the beer. And he's like, I I think less of you for confessing. You know, we kind (laughs) of joke around with each other. He was such a nice guy. And I go, you know what? I'm going to go back to my wife and just act like you're chasing me and you were really upset. And he's like, really? Could we... Could we do that? And his brother got all excited and like, yeah, we could chase you and act like we're going over on you at the, you know, like we could act like we're beating you up. And I'm like, God, that would be, that would be fun. That would be fun. So I go, you know what? Let's do it. And then his brother pulled out a baseball bat. He's like, I'm like, no bats. That's gonna freak my wife out. No bats allowed. No bats. I'm like, it's gonna freak her out. So. What we did was we planned it. Where I did, I'd be you chased down a this. Ball bat or it was a badminton. So, maybe but we didn't have that. Wreck. So here's the thing: we had uh, a great thing though, because the car had a big like trail with a, a footbridge that I had to cross, so she could see me in the distance. So I had a good, you know, I don't know, thirty yards. I could run towards the car, going, "Hey, they're gonna start the car!" So I'm running. I'm just flapping my arms as fast as I can, and they're catching up. We timed it all, so they're coming up behind me, and we go over the bridge. I'm like, you start the car! And I could see her. She was freaking out. And I get to the car. Right when I reach the car, I try to open the door, and they just start pummeling me, right? And we sort of practiced the, the fake fighting. And it apparently it looked very realistic, because she jumped out the other side of the car, and she's like, and the first thing she yelled, she's like, I'm going to call my mom! No. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which, not I mean, even the cops? Yeah, not for, that was in her first response. Her first response was her mom was going to really settle this. And her mom's in Chicago. You know, we're outside Yosemite. Uh, things were moving much too quickly for that. Now, I was trying not to laugh. I was trying not to laugh. They're pummeling me over, right? They're just pummeling me. And I'm like, ah! like I'm just, you know. And, uh, and then she jumped over. And then she started hurt. to jump. <laughs> you know what? It's good. The Shadden Show. You put me here with the party times. You need to matriculate away from my face. More towards my abdomen. The shout, shout, full body release. The shout, shout, out. So then she yelled that she was going to call the cops, and she started to like kind of climb on one of the dudes. But she's a little fella, and she's little. And once they start climbing, then we all just start laughing. And there's going to be no bloodshed. And she was, she's such a good sport about it. She she was shaking for a while. She was like really freaked out. Even like an hour later, I mean, we did put her through something there, no doubt. But they started laughing. They were like, "This is the this is the best moment we've like as brothers." The guy told me. Because we then went and had a beer with him. He was like, You're that's so the drunk. best moment I've ever had with my brother. Like, we, this was such a great thing for us. What a terrible and life they live. I know, I know. Them together, their siblingship is useless. Anyway, apparently my wife was writing something in a notebook when she saw me sprinting down the path. <laughs> And so she had a pen. So my car door has, like, all these scribbles all over it. Because as she watched, she kind of lost control of the pen I'm and sorry. started scribbling on the on side the of the side car. On the side of the car? Yeah, on the little, on the... Um, how, uh, how fast was she writing on, that as soon as she saw you, her hand Her kept hand going. came off the page. Seriously. You, I'll show it to you. It's right outside. It. It's right outside. Let's go now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we're that back. was unbelievable. We're yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, your car was just a few feet away. That's the best practical joke ever, though. She did tell me that she was so. really upset with how she said it's so. Your arms are moving so fast, but it seemed like she's like personally. I really was thinking. The first thing I thought was, why isn't he running faster? Because I was like <laughs> trying to move my arms really quickly, but I wasn't really running quite fast enough because they were catching up. That was probably the great moment for them. They'd never run together. No, they'd never They'd run together. Been stationary. They were rhyming as they were tub. rhyming as they ran too. They're rhyming as they run. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get you. You better fret you. <laughs> What's your best? Do you, do you have any good practical jokes? Well, Anything once good? I I. I, I I asked a woman to marry me by insinuating that I was going to kill her in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> Let me put it that way. That's a weird. And then you hurled. I did. I, I well, I did a full body release. <laughs> Sometimes I do a half body release. Do you ever do the full? Uh, do you ever do the spin full body release where you actually spin like a top I as you do it? It is so hard for you me. You get to more range that way. All the fluids, more range. To, to get to the point where I can really release every single one of my body fluids <laughs> requires such immense concentration that I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Now I, I do a spinning it. version sometimes. I tried to do it once when I was making love to a woman, and it just it, you know when you're having sex and you don't really feel connected. You're yeah. Like, I'd rather be full body releasing <laughs> than trying to release out of one specific part with this person. So I just sort of. <laughs> You know, yeah, at once. Hey, buddy. How do you think Robbers <laughs> feels when he has to come in and clean it? <laughs> All right, back to the sneak-ins. Well, first question, what happens when you get caught? Well, Has anyone ever yeah, gone to jail? Uh, What's a couple the worst people, thing? okay, I did, this was one, a funny one, I did one with my girlfriend in, in uh, 
she it was a great America in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I thought I told her it was, she didn't want to do it, and I told her it was gonna be really easy. I'm like, it's like a candy from a baby. But it's not it's easy if she camera. doesn't want to do it. You gotta want to get it. I know, and she she got a little nervous. It was just a straight like jump over this uh, barbed wire fence. And you had to jump, <laughs> just a quick jump over the barbed wire. Red. You know, you you stick and move a couple of Rottweilers. And there was this tree nearby where you could jump to and avoid this camera that was there. And she, like, got all teetery on the top. And I'm, like, waiting down below. I'm like, seriously, jump to the tree Poor branch. girl. And she ended up, like, going through the camera, like, so they could see her on the camera. It was really surreal. Um, I was wasted at the time. A little stoned. Yeah, and uh, it made it more, more surreal. All of a sudden, we're walking into the amusement park, and I didn't know she had been caught. All of a sudden... All these police came around the corner, and we had to go out down on our you know, hands and knees. They were taking it very seriously. And all these crowd of people had gathered to watch. Do right? they have weapons at all? No, right? Uh, I don't think they were. They didn't pull their weapons, but they definitely had us on, our, on the ground. And I look over, and she's crying. She's just bawling. And I look over, and all these crowd of people have, have gathered. And in front of those people were two amusement park mascots. Just standing and watching, and they have their hands in front of their face, like no, no way. And it was so surreal. It's like, oh my god, they're like, Ooh. that's the best. Yeah, I love. She's so crying. Funny. She didn't want to go to Great America. <laughs> you said it's easy. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump over a barbed wire fence. Yeah. Then the moment when you guys are being arrested and she's sobbing, you look up and stoned, and you're like, wow. It was like Gumby. They, they, look, and- they look weird when they're serious. <laughs> It was like Gumby and some big like purple thing. So this was what Grimace. was weird. They took her to the police car, and then they, they hadn't caught me. They never saw right. me on camera. And they were really kind of honest, it seems like, because they are like, so uh, how'd you get in? I'm like, uh, I just I had a ticket. And they were like, or I, bought a, you know, I, I bought a ticket. And they are like, do you want to like confess something? Do you want to let us know that you snuck in or whatever? And I'm like, well, would you? You know, if I were to confess that, would you let her go? And then we could, like, switch out? Sort of like, you know, Charles Darnay from yeah. Tale of Two Cities? You know? Sure. Uh, an old Darnay reference. <laughs> I can't get through a goddamn week without it. If it's Wednesday or Thursday and somebody hasn't brought up Darnay, <laughs> I say, hey. <laughs> so so they go, no, we, we caught her. We didn't catch you. But if you want to confess, that's fine. And I said, well, you know, take her. I mean, it wasn't going to make any difference. So they took her and... She, uh, you know, it was like a two hundred seventy three dollar fine. And did you I pay actually, for any of it? I paid for the whole thing. Good. We we broke up soon after. But uh, <laughs> but I actually got caught at the uh, expo in Spain, and I was I spent a night in what jail. What is the expo in Spain? It's like the World's Fair, and I spent the night in jail. And it was funny in jail. I was with these two Australians, and the whole night they were claiming they were lost in a forbidden area, just like I was saying I was. Right, right, right. And they totally claim all night. And all night I was like, guys, seriously. Come You're like, come clean. It's I'm one of you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and they totally denied it all night in the jail. Like, I think they thought I was a rat or something. And I saw them at a bar like two days later and they admitted they had snuck in. Did you tell them? Weren't you like, why did you guys? I totally, I said, I'm like, what are you doing? And then the funny part was the three of us then went back to the expo and snuck in together. And that was yeah. a pretty cool experience. That's I still keep in touch with those thing. guys. You yeah. do? Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. Do they still sneak in? I don't know. I don't. I, we just like send each other a letter once a year. But once a year, yeah. Christmas cards of you yeah. guys behind bars. <laughs> Paul McCartney's concert didn't work out so well. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. All right. So, uh, 
I got to ask this because I do know, yeah. you know, we're friends, but, yeah. you know, the man behind the man. Yeah. Sneak ins led you to become a comedian? Yeah. You've mentioned I don't that. Think I've ever told true? you that. My, one of my first sneak ins ever, I snuck into the other cafe in San Francisco. Which is a, a comedy venue, yeah. And it closed soon after, but before I even started comedy, but I was in high school, I was like 16. And, uh, my girlfriend and I, of course, we couldn't drink, so we snuck in the back, like through the kitchen area. And um, um, that night, uh, the headliner was Jerry Seinfeld. And that inspired uh, me to be a comedian, because um, I had never really seen a, That was my first live comedy show ever, and I was just blown away. And isn't that amazing that the very the place that you first snuck into and gave you this love of comedy, which later became your vocation, right. closed... Due to poor ticket sales. <laughs> you piece of shit. Sorry, excuse me. Okay, so now you have you've met a few interesting people oh, yeah. along the way, I understand. Yeah, I'd some, like to hear about one or two. Like of I them. said, there's some there's some fun people that did this and one of my favorites was this national championship game uh, at Candlestick where this guy um, he was this his name was Willie and uh, he was sort huh. of a homeless guy. And uh, yeah. Willie, I think, was in Vietnam, kind of down on his luck. Right. We decided to do a sneak with him. We met him there. It was obvious he was looking around. We go to this place where we could climb. It was a tough climb, though, about midway up the stadium. And then you just go over a ramp. So my friend and I easily do it. Now, Willie's having some problems. Because uh -huh. Willie's like... 50, 60 years old, and he's like really doesn't have the hand strength to get up this side of this wall. There weren't very easy ways to climb it. Willie's hanging on the side of the wall, and we see security coming down the ramp towards us. And it was kind of like a scene from a movie, you know, because yeah. my friend's like, We can't, we can't leave Willie. We can't leave Willie. I'm like, Dude, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta just go. like, forget him. He's going the way of the girl he's that was crying at Great America. Like, leave him. He's like, We can't leave Willie. And we're trying to reach be down and grab Willie. Member. We're trying to uh, reach down and grab Willie, but we can't quite get to him. And Willie's like, I can't make it. We're like, Willie, you can do it. The guy's running towards us now, and he's, you know, within striking distance. And finally, Willie, who's so awesome, he just yells out. He's like, Save yourselves. Does he really? Yeah. That's I, what he I said. swear to God, he's like, Save yourselves. No, we just. That's so funny. I also, you would be the worst platoon member. <laughs> yeah, I would get shot, and it would just hit my body armor, like knock off my, uh, you know, uh, it would knock off, what's it called? Helmet. Yeah, your helmet. That it would, would knock be, off yeah. the helmet. And, and you uh, would be a good platoon member without go like this. remembering that. You'd that. go like this. You'd go, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where's my thing that goes atop my head? It goes on top of my head. Um, you know, I, I get my helmet shot off. I go, oh, my God, thank goodness. Jesus, what luck. And then you'd go, leave him. Leave TJ behind. <laughs> He's he's gone. I said, oh, I didn't get hurt at all. Then I get shot in the leg. I'm like, ah, help me. You go, let him go. It's not going to help any of us. We got to get out of here. We're not going to be able to see this uh, Lisa Loeb concert. <laughs> Anybody possibly remember that reference? Nope. Yeah. Okay. So here. Welcome to Cashing In. I got to be honest. I'm pretty upset right now. As you may have heard, the Nerdist Network and the FCC have told me I can no longer have T.J. Miller on the show. They're tired of uh, the same guests and the same callbacks. Uh, they told me I have to have either Andy Kindler or Paul F. Tompkins 
uh, in the next month or this isn't a legitimate uh, comedy podcast. <sighs> this is pretty upsetting. I mean, they said if I don't comply, they'd keep me off the air and pull the plug on me. And I mean, we had meetings, I aired my grievances, but they wouldn't back down. So what are you going to do? I mean, this is my baby. I, I don't want to lose my show. I, I work too hard for this. I, so I've decided to move on. I mean, I, I, I've decided to have other guests on the show and just to, to, to take the high road. Yeah. But then it occurred to me, the only person that tells Cash Levy that T.J. Miller can't do the show is T.J. Miller. He's not just my partner. He's my friend. I decide what goes on my show. As I tell you this, the Nerdist Security Police are outside the door. If you've seen the movie Taps, it's very similar. I'm bunkered in here at the Nerdist studio taking a stand. Get away from the door! It's going to get ugly! If you stay here, the party dies! Get away! Or you're going to get a full-body release in your face! Oh, Jesus, Chris Hardwick's calling me now, threatening me. I'm going to have to answer his call. Hi, Mr. Hardwick. No, Chris, I don't give in to threats. Chris, Nerdist didn't make cash levy. I did. And I'll do what it takes to survive. I'll live off the land. I'll eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. I'll kill. Period. Remember one thing when you try, try to come into this room? An ample supply of body bags. Body bags. What's that? Cash, What's that cash, cash, What's that? Yeah. cash. Oh, thank God. Shh. Don't thank ask God. what that noise is. Thank God Why you made it. Why would you do that? Oh, let me help Shh. you down. Shh. You're in the air, duct. Yes. Come on down. Quiet. I'm in the... Listen to me. Let me tell you where I am. Jesus Christ. What do you, people come in the room and you're like, hey, you're in the room. You just tell people where they are all the time. For Christ's sake, be quiet. I'm in the air ducts. Really? I didn't even guess that. In the air ducts. Right now? Right now. Can and you get Not through? all of them, obviously. Just this one. Did you bring the tasty naan? I'm in the air duct. And no, I don't have any naan. There is no time for it. I do have some pad ooh though. Oh, and nice. And pepper Thai rolls. <laughs> Delicious. A little Excellent. peanut sauce. Excellent. Do you like spirulina? I do. Did you bring it? it? <laughs> I always mix the two up. One, one, one time I put uh, that green health drink all over my burrito. Listen, you can't. TJ, you're getting Listen, on track. Listen, cash. Listen, buddy. We are... the, help me unscrew this air okay. deck vent. Okay. There it is. Yes. That's it. Oh, God, whenever we unscrew things, it sounds like a pen against a table. Cash. Okay, here. Oh, you okay? Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Is your leg okay? Are you okay? My leg and my foot. Both? Not just the leg. Oh, God damn it. Oh, shit on it. Oh, oh fuck. TJ. Oh, fucking shit on it. Buddy, they're outside the door. Uh, we we got to start the podcast. Uh, I've taken oh, a hostage. You, oh, just, oh, I'm sorry. Did you recently fall out of the <laughs> airbed and now the pink pepper tie rolls are all over the floor? Nothing that a little peanut sauce can't fix. Help me. Thanks for helping, Cash, by the way. <laughs> Not even over here. Just stay, by, stay safely by your microphone. Uh, TJ. Uh, 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 I'm trying to get my, my leg up in my chair the right place. Cash, thank you for having me on the podcast. Hey, buddy. I know you would have done this for me, and I just had to take a stand. I killed a, I killed a security guard out back. It was it was worth it. It was something you had to do. I snapped his neck. I didn't. TJ, I was trying to massage it. He looked tense. We're doing this podcast for all the disenfranchised, for all the people that say that we have to have guests on our show. And nobody gonna tell you that 
TJ Miller can't be on your podcast. Nobody tells me that TJ Miller can't be on my podcast. Except for except me or for Chris Hart. Miller. Oh, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say TJ. To TJ Miller. That's decides. right. And you and know what, it. buddy? You know what all those people want to hear right now? The disenfranchised, the people that are down and out? Anything. I think what they want is the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. I kind of wanted, I'll be honest with you, I kind of wanted to do this song with you. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, let's do the song. Feels good. Ah, yes. Thanks for having me back. All right, buddy. You ready? Yeah. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. 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 Trees. Bushes with no pants on? I would. Th- they're no. They're kind of exhi- exhibitionists, aren't they? I mean, I see what you're saying about the leaves, but especially me, in the fall, to they me, just kind of let it all go. To me, the bark is the pants of the. It's the pants of the tree. The bark. It's, well, it's the pants of the the tree world, which would be, I guess, the arbit- arbitrarium. Is that a treehouse? <laughs> Literally like a greenhouse for trees? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Listen, I've said this before. I, I think that the uh, the trees, um, I, I think we shouldn't be giving flowers as gifts to women. They're, they're, they're not alive. It's just flowers. giving a Give them a tree. Give them a tree. Give them a redwood. Show up with a redwood. You've really done something. If you give, a, if you really give a woman a dead puppy... It's just not the She'd same be as a live puppy. Right. Yeah. So don't give her don't give her flowers. Give her a potted plant, one that she can transfer into her yard and mm-hmm. tend to. Yeah, absolutely. It's like giving you a an animal that if it dies, no one will even notice. You know, I mean, if you kill an entire bed of flowers, somebody comes over your house, they're like, "Oh, all those flowers died." If you had six kids and your friends came over and they're like, "Oh my god, all your kids are dead," you wouldn't be like, "Yeah, I know." It's just. I don't know. It hasn't been raining as much this season. <laughs> well, I, I'm back, and I'm so good. To, I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad you snuck in here past security. And Listen, I think security bark, bark looks like the khaki pants of the tree life world. That's true. I agree with you. I agree so I think you. bushes are just sort of weird, balled up, huddled, completely clothed. Yeah. Trees. Bushes don't get a lot of credit, and I don't think they really deserve. I don't think they warrant uh, that much credit. Well, but they're an icon. I mean, yeah. burning, burning bushes. Well, yeah. We'll right? get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Tell you what. I had a burning bush last night. Hello. <laughs> Triple banger <laughs> lightning round. round question question two. 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 More influential, Orville Wright or Orville Redenbacher? Redenbacher, but only because he had a better last name. If Redenbacher was the name of those two brothers, the Wright brothers, I mean, I think we would all be talking about the invention of flight a lot more, but instead, mm-hmm. we're talking about popcorn. Yeah. Mm, good Ooh, corn. tasty corn. Yeah, yeah. Tasty hot pods. Mm. Tasty I love those buttery tasty pods. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, have you ever been to Dayton? Some hot corn. Tasty hot corn. <laughs> You ever been to Dayton, Ohio? I haven't. That's but where you go there uh, often. Well, that's no, not too often. That's where the uh, miracle. Say you of go flight, pretty much every. That's where week. the miracle of flight happened. Uh, where or isn't that where the uh, Kitty Hawk? Isn't that no? That's not Kitty Hawk. That's where they were from, right? I think Kitty Hawk. Orville was from Wright. Dayton. Yeah, I'm too close on the microphone. Yeah, sorry. We've got this new system here. 
That's what happens in a hostage situation. You should open yourself up to. Yeah, I feel like we're not. We're not. If any of you haven't been to the uh, Nerdist Studios, there's a a giant white glass. Yeah. In front of the entire building, one half of the building, and the sunlight comes in, and there is a. A, a sort of a silhouette stained glass portrait yeah. of Chris Hardwick. Yeah. But his dick is so big that it's pushing his nose up in the air just a right. little bit. It's well, fully erect. St- that's the statue part. And it's sort of that's this the weird... statue part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. It comes out yeah. of the stained glass. In fact, when he called me, that was, and I'm holed up here. I don't know if you realize I've, there was a hostage situation. I no, actually... I saw it on the way in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I fa- when I, I talked to him, I. I, I I, I saw that that statue uh, mm-hmm. with the large penis, and it almost felt like he was in the room with me. Yeah, because there's a sound system all around in the stained glass face. That's right. That's right. I posed as a Thai delivery man, and I came in. It was easy. <laughs> you know, somebody said, "Well, you're clearly Caucasian," and I said, "Well, you're clearly fucking racist." And they stepped aside. So it was great. It really ended up being the real thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. I feel like maybe the Wright brothers invented flight. They were inspired to invent flight just to escape that shithole. You think just... <laughs> you know? Like, that was the impetus. I mean, I I think they're definitely... you have to, If you're sitting around thinking, how can I fly? Then that means that a car or a horse-drawn carriage is not... You know when people say, I can't get out of Dayton fast enough? They literally were like... There's nothing invented that can get us out of Dayton, yeah, quickly enough. Yeah. And then so we're going to so end, we're gonna learn invent to fly. flight. Yeah, we're, we're going to do learn something how to fly. impossible. We're going to do something that previously people looked at birds and were like, Ugh, yeah. "That is the one thing." If I could do anything, because that's right. We've talked about this. It's always which which would you rather be invisible or the power to fly? Superheroes can always right. fly. Right. Flight has always been something that man has wanted to be able to do. They've always aspired to do. Yes. And it took a shithole like Dayton. To get two to brothers that to say, to let's get the fuck up out of here. If we have any listeners in Dayton, uh, of the 12 and a half people that are listening, um, we we don't mean any of this. We don't mean a good dang thing. And if you're in Dayton... We might put our billboard in Dayton. We don't know. I think that's a good... Yeah. That could be a good place. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I got looked, it. We I looked get into the billboard thing. Going. You I, did. I, I, I looked into it. I'll let you know at the end of the show. Well, I'll say drive from Dayton to see us on our first live performance... I mean, Cash, I don't know if I can, but you're going to be in the L.A. Podfest. Yes. The L.A. Yes, Podcast yeah, Festival. Yeah. I mean, are you excited about that? You could give a shit. You're just... I'm really excited. I don't know who my guest's going to be for that okay, one. Yeah. But that's uh, exciting for you. I think people out. should go and they should they should see the show live. Yeah. It's, it's in the right. L.A. Podcast yeah, Festival. You're exciting. not excited? Plus, we're going to have an after party, right? My dick is through my nose right now with excitement. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's into one of my nostrils. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I can tell. I've seen that before. It smells like nose. <laughs> I got a dick that smells like a nose. You ever heard that expression? <laughs> if you haven't, it's because I just created it now, and I'll never say it again. Uh, so, yes, we're doing the L.A. Podcast. LA Podcast. And I think we should have an after for party for the 12 and a half people. Chipotle. But I want our real... I, I want know our, a Chipotle who will be up for Yeah, yeah. Open up. Yeah. I want our real. Uh, I want our real fans to come. I don't want to sit there and go shy 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 and have people look at me like I did something Somebody wrong. Somebody in the audience goes, "Do what? What? Yeah. Do what? What?" <laughs> so that's you know we're gonna have Mark to... Maron. You look younger in person. That's what they would yell. Yeah, that'd be their heckle. That would be <laughs> uh, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question three, 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 three. three. Holy Ghost, just riding on the coattails of the father and son? 
I no. You know what? I want to say this is true. I just texted someone. The last text that I texted ended with "bless, bless us, bless you know by God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost." That was the end of the last text message. Oh, really? Yeah, actually. Because I and I think what I'm saying is the Holy Ghost stands on its own. Well, here, that's opinion, why. He's that's the coolest. Well, of well the that's Trinity. why I think it should be the Holy Ghost and the Father and Son. I think whoever comes last always gets the raw deal. I think, think that, about that it. was the headliner. No, think think and the Holy Ghost, Father and Son, and the Holy Ghost. The and. Listen to me, rock and roll. Here's another good example. The roll doesn't get any any love. It's always the rock. You know. No one's like they rolled tonight. We no, want to roll. We yeah, want to no roll. No one says, says that. Simon and Garfunkel. Garfunkel. Raw deal. Holland Oates. Oates gets the raw deal. Peanut butter and jelly. Cashing in with T.J. Miller. Yeah. Cashing. Yeah. It's always, the second thing always gets the raw deal. So I think the ghost should be transported to first. I think it should go. I mean, peanut butter. I agree with you on peanut butter and jelly, but I also feel like in Hollywood to get an and credit, it's always and Kevin Spacey at, and Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder as the clearly racist Jewish producer guy. <laughs> you know, it's so so. I don't know. There's two ways to look at it. There really is. I don't know if I agree with you on this one. Okay, okay. We're gonna have to think about that one. But I agree. Peanut butter and jelly. Jelly never. Jelly will always stand second. It will be the oats of the sandwich and condiment world. Yeah. I mean, look, Beauty and the Beast. But the... Yeah. I mean, the Beast gets... I mean, if the Beast was first, maybe it would be the beauty. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, who's Hutch these days? Where's he now? Right? Breaking and entering. No one's like, I got arrested for entering. No, it's the breaking. Well, I guess that's rape. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking two electric boogaloo. What happened nobody, to Electric Boogaloo? Nobody. Nobody got any credit for that. Is there even one? I'm trying to actually think of one to make a joke where it's clearly the second one is better. I guess heating, heating ventilation, and air conditioning. HVAC. People like well, air conditioning more. Sunny and Cher. People like Cher more. Mm. That's the only one I can think of. That's the one. Yeah. Sonny and Cher. Well, Sonny, he made a real comeback into the public consciousness when he hit that tree skiing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really was. Because a lot of people hadn't been thinking about him except for real Bono fans. And then he hit that tree and he was skiing. And I just people just started really starting thinking about him again. Because they used to have a variety show together. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. 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 I remember. Yeah. All right. I think All I'm right, going to take your side on All that right, one. Well, that's the triple banger yeah, lightning that's round. that's triple banger. Let's move it on to... Uh... Did we have the triple banger music or not? Yeah, no. Didn't because. No. Let's do it right now. Right now. Triple banger lightning round. <laughs> oh, I like that. Ah, uh, yes. And that's Jesse Case. Shout out to him. We should do all the music afterwards. We'll do it today. always at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it's that. Good. We're well, it's move been it a pretty topsy turvy day. It has. It's been stressful. I don't know if you can tell we're a little bit discombobulated. I stu- so you far. know, at one point I was stuck in the ventilation system. Yeah. And I and it was a good long amount of time for me to sort of rethink what I had been eating. Because yeah. you never when you're eating something you say, yeah. I'm gonna have that extra pizza pizza because you don't think you're gonna be crawling through an air duct. Yeah. And so I was stuck and I couldn't move and I just I had regretted two slices of pizza, a crumble cake. That I had eaten. Right. You usually take that stuff with you. Did you hear me telling Chris Hardwick off? 
No, I couldn't hear. You didn't hear. You didn't hear. Anything I, I mean, I, I had my headphones. I was really in. defending your honor. I was there. listening to uh, uh, NPR. Well, you got to fight for your right to party. You know, just stuff like that. Just to get you pumped um, up. I want to rock. We built this city on rock and roll. But I was just, I, I had changed it so, I, you know, I wouldn't listen to the roll yeah. part. Yeah. We built this city on rock. <laughs> Detroit Rock City. I listened to the soundtrack for that. Oh, you know, it's, um, it'll never be Detroit Roll City. No. Also, roll without rock means let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's roll. Yeah, it's a whole different word. You say that at a party, you're like, we got to get out of here. Seriously. So all I'm saying is let's add, let's put the Holy Ghost first. That's all. All right. Okay. Holy Ghost, the Son. Everyone's familiar with Father and Son. We all have those, but the Holy Ghost, that's something. And I always thought the go- a ghost is cool, and this one's holy. Why aren't there more representations of them? Right? Yeah. What is the picture of the Holy Ghost? Well, I don't know. It's hard to take a picture of a ghost. But So that's what's weird. There's no religious images that portray the Holy Ghost. And if there are, please send them to me at TJ at TJ Miller does not have a website dot com. <laughs> but I think, you know, play the positive. Try and figure out something great about it. You know, hey, be a soft pimp. Keep it limp. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> All right, buddy. We uh, we're out of time. That's today. it. Yeah, we're out of time. Well, how do I get out of here? Should I go back out of the? Yeah, I think the you air should go out the vent. Really? Okay, go back out the vent, and uh, I'm gonna have to. Can you sing on the way out? I would walk five hundred miles, and I would walk five hundred. Da 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 da. He's up in the air shaft now. I'm going to put the mic up there. Thanks for uh, listening to uh, Cashing In with TJ Miller. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having us. Always remember, I'm stuck in the duck, and you don't give a fuck. Now leaving Nerdist.com.